What's going on, everyone? I'm Sean Westron. I'm your host, and I'd like to welcome you to Connect with West. On Connect with West, we are going to meet with people from all walks of life to share stories of their life, lessons they've learned along the way in the process they took to get there. I'm super excited for episode three. It will be a solo episode. We're not going to do too many of these. Uh, unfortunately, the episode that we wanted to release this week had some technical difficulties, and we're going to have to re-record. I'm a little bummed about it, I'm not going to lie, because I thought it was such a beautiful conversation that had so much vulnerability and transparency. I think you all are going to get a lot of value out of that when we do release that episode, um, and I can't wait to really uh, connect you all with that guest, um, but we do not want to go a week without releasing an episode, at least while we can. That, that's our that's our goal and our commitment to our, our listeners. And I just want to say, first off, thank you so much for all of you that are tuning in and finding value in our conversations. Uh, your feedback has meant the absolute world to me. Uh, if you could just continue to share the podcast and Uh, share with your friends and family people that you think that might find value in the show that would that would mean a lot to me Uh, and I just thank you for spending 45 to 50 minutes with me every week Uh, it truly means the world to me so with this episode what I really want to do is just kind of talk a little bit about myself um, talk about you know a little bit of my mental space and what has kind of brought me to this point. Um, You know, I think so, so far with this podcast has really been our, our guest focus, which is what I would like it to continue to be. Um, But hopefully you all can get to know me a little bit better. Uh, I think for me, part of the reason why I even got into tapping into my creativity to start this show and start this podcast and have these conversations is, Really, I've had probably one of the most uh, illuminating yet challenging seasons of my life the last year. And when that happens, you know, uh, for me, it really forced me to lean into my value system and what I find is core to who I am as a person. And I do believe that connection is the greatest gift we've ever been given. And relationships are such a powerful part of connection and, and conversation. And, you know, one of the greatest ways that you can continue to have conversations is to be curious and not judgmental. And that opens a lot of doors. It opens a lot of perspectives. It opens a lot of insight and lessons that could be had. And so... For me, when I decided to start this podcast, you know, I, I told a lot of my close friends and family that I, I'm not doing this to to get a lot of a lot of plays. I, I I don't care if anyone listens to it. I mean, I would like them to, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because for me, I I get so much out of having conversation. I get so much being able to ask questions and hear about people's journeys and their process and that allows me to 
be a better person because I hear about their journeys and it, it inspires me. And then I hear about their process. I'm like, man, I could, I could take a piece of that for my life and to hear the different perspectives because so often like we are just in this echo chamber of our ourselves, our bubble and, and the people that we surround ourselves with. So, um, you know, it just, it, it fills my cup. It really does. And, you know, I mentioned, you know, a little bit earlier that the last year has been one of the most difficult and challenging seasons of my life, but it has also been one of uh, the most fulfilling and illuminating seasons of my life as well. And, you know, I remember this time last year, I was, I, I had started a, a, a new role uh, in my professional career and it was challenging. Um, it had a lot of pressure to it, or maybe it didn't. I created the pressure in my head and I, I was stressed and I did not handle the stress well. And, um, you know, I'm someone that has always tried to just keep pushing forward um, and not really listen to myself. I'd always bounce from one thing to the next. Uh, if you know me well, my my head would uh, be in my phone a ton. Um, I wasn't super present. Uh, and so for me, starting in September, I, I, I felt the stress. And for those that interact with me saw that my body felt that stress too. I, I mean, I lost 30 to 40 pounds in a two month, three month stretch. It was the lightest I had been, uh, since my junior year of high school. And some people thought that I had lost the weight because of, of COVID or, or whatever else, but I was just, I was stressed. Um, on top of that, you know, I, I think what played into the stress as well was uh, I started my first season of competition at Bernathan College, and we felt that we had high expectations. Uh, we were a super talented roster, um, young, we are definitely young, uh, but there was palpable buzz around our program for the first time in a long time. And I allowed my ego to get into the way of things. And, you know, I think oftentimes we, we confuse expectations and standards and expectations is another person's view of what you should be. Um, and sometimes our ego can get in the way of those expectations. And uh, what I was able to get to by the end of the year was that we lived our standard. Right. And if we can live our standard, we, we could be happy about whatever that result is because we don't do it for the scoreboard. We don't do it for the result. We do it for the process and our process always wins out. Um, but at the same time, too, when you're in the thick of it, when you're on when you're standing on top of the map, you can't really see the full journey. And so I was I was definitely feeling the weight of that. Um, and then you know, I welcomed my first child on Christmas night at 11 p.m. My daughter, Gova Sissia Rose, and uh, she is my world. Uh, she definitely saved my life, in my opinion, because her birth set a fire into me to really reevaluate the way that I looked at the world, the way that I approached the world, um, 
really forced me to look at certain habits and certain patterns in my life that were not serving anymore. Um, and it, I'm so grateful because it really started a, a journey of healing. It started a journey of honesty and transparency and vulnerability and all these things that I preach to my team as a college basketball coach. But what I have realized is that I was, I was controlling so many things and controlling a narrative. And, um, you know, I think it's, we all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. We all want to be valued. It's really hard for people to see you, to know you, to value you, unless you allow them to really see you and know you. And the way that you do that is through vulnerability. And vulnerability is a very scary thing because you're trusting people with the pieces that you believe are not quite as lovable. And it took me a little bit to like really think about this and to apply it to my own life, but how some of the things that we believe disqualify us from being lovable and being loved and, and bringing value are the exact things that we bring value to other people are the exact things that qualify us to be loved and to love others. And that was a lesson that I had to learn and really uh, come to terms with within my own life. And uh, I was able to do that through um, going to therapy and, and whatnot. I'm, I'm a big proponent of uh, mental health and, and therapy. I think there's a, I think the stigma is starting to to break. I think the the trend of health is coming in uh, as a country. Um, I think there's still a stigma around men with therapy. And, and for me, I'm very open about my journey and being able to to you know just communicate and talk and have those weekly sessions. Um, and they've been super impactful and super beneficial for me as I've continued to um, really identify things that were problem areas for me and, and some things that I needed to heal. Um, I know for me, I mentioned earlier that I, I was never really present. And um, one of the quotes that I've been trying to live by recently is, do not measure success by productivity, but measure it by presence. And what I get out of that quote is really to be present in every moment. I was so addicted to my phone. Like a notification would pop up and I was so worried. I felt like everything had to be so urgent. I had to get to everything right away. And that quote hit me in a different way. Like I had no balance in my life. Um, I couldn't enjoy moments. And it took away from my family. It took away from my friends. It took away from my job. And what I realized was that like, man, if I could just be present in everything that I do, I'm going to be bringing so much value to each interaction. And so if that's at work, then great. If that's with my daughter, then great. If that's, you know, with friends, then great. You know, that's where I got to be present. And the thing is, is when you're present, you're you're going to be able to have the success that you want anyways, because your process is true. Your process is real. And we have production and wanting to pr 
produce to win the transaction, that's all in our head. That's all that's been ingrained into us. But what, like for me, I, I preach trust the process and, and the standard. Well, what's the standard? You know, I think about my team, like what's the standard? Like we want to show up each and every day and want to raise the bar. And we were able to do that. You know, did we did we do the things that we wanted to do? No, we we didn't we didn't have a winning record. We didn't make playoffs. We had eleven single digit losses, uh, but we got better. We got better every day, and that that was the goal. We we impacted our community. We had the highest team GPA. We had perfect attendance. Like we had all these things, and like, you know, I'm using the team as an example. But for me, it's like, all right, well, how can I be present? You know, how can I be the best father? How could I be the best partner? How could I be? the best employee, the best son, um, the best friend that I could be. And um, that that was a, a really impactful lesson for me. And, and, you know, as I've continued to go on this, this journey of being present, um, that also required me to confront certain things that were uncomfortable in the sense that uh, – you know, sometimes our, our minds as humans are, it's such a complex and beautiful thing, but it can also be, uh, can also be a prison in, in some sort because, uh, there are narratives that we believe there are things that we tell ourselves there are, we all, I, I don't know a single person doesn't have any type of shame or guilt. I don't know anyone that hasn't made mistakes. I don't know anyone that hasn't had to be accountable to actions. And I know that was something for me that, um, I had to, to really confront, um, because for me, I, I, I wanted to avoid pain as much as possible. And, you know, I had a, I had a great childhood. I had a, I had a, you know, I didn't have a, a want for anything. You know, my parents took care of me. Um, but I wanted to avoid pain. You know, I felt like I knew what pain was, you know, because I lost my, my father and two brothers in a six year span. I thought I knew pain, but all I was doing was avoiding certain feelings. And, you know, even in relationships, avoiding wanting to avoid heartache and and whatnot. Um, And so for me, I just kept myself busy. I, wanted to try and find, uh, I, I hated to be uncomfortable. I hated to, to feel alone. And I, I, I remember, um, I remember not being able to empathize with people that were lonely because I didn't, I didn't get it. But what I didn't get is because I never allowed myself to spend time with myself. I was always on to the next thing. I was always searching for the next conversation, the next interaction, the next validation. And what I realized when I had to confront certain things within my own life and patterns is that I knew what I was about. I really did, right? Like I I know I love relationships. I know I love connecting with people. Um, I know that there can, nothing can be achieved. Nothing great can be achieved without enthusiasm. So to live life with uh, an unending joy um, and how contagious that energy and that positivity can be. And when you can put out your vibration to the world and you can have, you know, you can give a, a, a great energy 
to, to other people and how that could be transferred. Like, I, I believe in that stuff. You know, I believe in being selfless. But at the same time, too, there were other things that I was allowing to cloud my judgment and cloud my life and cloud my space. And the last year, I, I've I've had to clear out a lot of a lot of stuff out of my mental space. And for the first time in my life, I felt like I have I I failed a ton. I felt like I failed a ton. I felt like I was not bringing value. You know, I remember when my daughter was born and I, I, I told uh, Severia that, um, I remember I, I told her, I said, I, I didn't, I told her after the fact because she, she didn't understand. Um, and I she couldn't understand because I didn't communicate to her. But I, I told her, I did not feel like I brought any value whatsoever. Like I, I, I just didn't feel like I did. And yeah, I know that, you know, Gova needed a father and she has a father and I'm, I'm a great dad. I, I truly believe that. Um, but I remember when she was just born, I, I felt kind of helpless. I felt like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I can't, I can't keep this child alive. Like I'm not breastfeeding it. Uh, Gova, I'm, I'm, I can wake up in the middle of the night. I can change a diaper, but I, it was, it was a feeling I had to really confront and I, I, I felt like a failure. I felt like a, a, you know, I was, I was failing my partnership. I felt like I was uh, failing as a coach and, and it was a lot for me to, to grapple with. Um, and it, those are the negative things and that, that narrative that sometimes, you know, we all can fall victim to. And what helped me really was, uh, to actually spend time with myself. And uh, I heard this quote recently that you can only know yourself if you spend time with yourself, right? Like it's really hard to know who you are and how you feel unless you actually spend time with yourself and you, you lean into those feelings. Don't run away from those uncomfortable feelings. You have to lean into it because pain is a prerequisite for growth. And that has been really in a nutshell what the journey I've, I've been on. And it's been so powerful for me. And I know it's not for everyone. And and some people, uh, you know, don't that they, they, there's more than one way to skin a cat. I'm not going to say that my way is the, the best way. I just know that this way has been super impactful for me because I've had to deal with some real, some real emotions, some, some real self doubt, some real hard things. Um, I've had to confront pieces of my life that I wasn't very proud of. Like I, you know, I looked in the mirror and there's versions of me that I loved and there are versions of me that I absolutely hated. And I had to really come to terms with that. And I had to really take myself off the pedestal because oftentimes we're our own worst critic. And, um, you know, I think for me, what has, has really helped me was, you know, that, that time with self and, and really learning more about myself and being gentle and kind with myself. Um, you know, I had to disconnect from a lot of things. I, I had to really hone in on, on what my values are and start manifesting those. I, I got into meditation and, and mindfulness and, and it's been super impactful for me as I've continued this journey. And, 
you know, I think I'm, I'm definitely in a better place. You know, I've, I've really been able to confront a lot of things that were stumbling blocks for me and things that I told myself that, you know, I, I, I believe the lies and, um, you know, I think for anyone that's listened to this and, and if, if this speaks to you and, you know, whatnot, like it just, uh, for me, I have so much joy in, in, in what my journey has been. And I know it's not done. And I think for all of us, we, we have to be kind to ourselves. We have to be kind to others. And, you know, I mentioned in the last podcast how we are so aware of our weaknesses. We're so aware of them. Like we, we have a magnifying glass over top of them. And it's good to have awareness of like things that you need to work on. But why are we defining ourselves by the things that we can't do? You know, I tell my guys all the time, we're not going to define your role on the basketball team by what you can't do. We're going to define it by what you can do. Because what you can do is special. And if we can shift our perspective as human beings to what our strengths are and really leaning into those strengths and knowing where you bring value to. And like, the thing is, is it's not being a Richard head to know that you bring value in certain areas. So like, if you're someone that can be the life of the party and make people feel comfortable, like own that. You know, if you're someone that is super analytical and you're you're a deep thinker and, and then you can really write, um, you know, I think that's that's a that's a powerful tool. If you're someone that's super empathetic, that people feel safe to express to, that's an amazing gift. And our gifts are something that needs to be shared. And I think for me, like I believe one of my gifts is to connect and to be able to have conversations and to communicate in a unique way that really allows people to to um hopefully see themselves or, or see someone that they know. And, and I think that's one of my gifts. And so that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast. You know, I think that um, as we continue to go on this journey of, of connect with Wes, I hope to share a lot more. Uh, I appreciate you all listening and, and um, really uh, hearing my story. Um, it's something that I'm very proud of. Uh, I know that it is going to continue to be a journey for me. Uh, before we wrap up this episode, we do a rapid fire with our guests. So we might as well do a rapid fire with with me. Uh, so we have a few questions that we always ask our guests. Um, the first question is favorite movie. Uh, for me, my favorite movie of all time is The Godfather. I think you have to throw in Godfather 2 as well. Godfather 1 and 2 are, are synonymous. Uh, so those are my my two favorite movies. Uh, last song that you've listened to. I actually have to look this up. Uh, let's see. It is by Polo G, Through the Storm. Uh, if you could pass one rule for the whole world to live by, what would it be? It's a good question. I think that the rule that I would pass for everyone to live by would be to journal, to write. Um, I don't know how often, but I think that there's a lot of power 
and being able to write down your thoughts. I know one of the cool things I've done uh, since Gova, my daughter has been born is I've written her a letter every three months. And it's something that I will put into a book for her one day and uh, she can, she can keep it. And, um, you know, sometimes it's longer than others, but hopefully as she gets older, she can just see where her father was and where he got to. And it'll be cool for me to be able to also look back and be like, wow, man, like this is, that's where I was. And this is where I'm at now. Like it's, it's something to be cool to think about. So I definitely passed the rule of uh, journaling or writing. Uh, worst advice you've ever been given. Hmm. Worst advice. Well, I can't honestly remember many bad advice, any bad advice I've, uh, I've gotten, I, I kind of blocked that, that stuff out. Cause you know, I just, I think like Asa said, like, I just, I, I don't listen to it. I'm kind of delusional in that way that I think, you know, whatever anyone says I can't do, I can do anything that says, Oh, that's not good. Like I'll figure out a way to make it good. Um, I came up with that question. I can't even answer. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> uh, best advice I've ever been given. Best advice I've ever been given is to, uh, trust the process. Well, the way coach beer said was embrace the process, uh, to embrace the process and then, um, to, uh, to pursue your dreams. I, I, I just, I'm such a big believer in finding your why and, and pursuing that with such great passion. Uh, cause when you have a why and you, and that purpose drives you, there's nothing that can deter you. And that has been something that I have lived by. And I know in my journey, just professionally as a coach, how there have been times where, uh, there have been doubters. There have been people that didn't necessarily believe in the mission. There were people that, uh, thought that, you know, it was a waste of time. And there's a lot of sacrifice that, that goes into it. I, I still remember when I was making $1,500 as a, as a high school basketball coach, I was commuting 300 miles a day, uh, to coach high school basketball. And I, I look where, I've been where I'm at now and how blessed I am to be in the opportunity and, and to be in the situation that I am, uh, across all, all forms, you know, personally, professionally, financially, like it's just, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a very nice situation. Um, so that'd probably be the, the best advice I've ever been given. You know, I, I just want to say thank you guys for listening to episode three. Thank you for you know, being able to share a part of my story and, and I hope you find value in it. And I, I hope it, it speaks to you and you can share it. And, uh, you know, this has been really great for me that I've been able to spend 30 minutes of my time with you just to kind of give you a little bit of my space over the last year. And I look forward to, you know, the conversations that are sparked from this and uh, the people that will reach out. Uh, I, I look forward to that. Thank you for, for continuing to find value in this journey with me. I appreciate you guys. Signing off on Connect with Wes, I'm your host, Sean Westland. I'll see you guys next week.